Stryker lay stunned as bullets kicked up startled exclamation points of sand around him. Finally, he raised himself into a sitting position. Feet pounded to his right, coming fast. The Apache, grimacing in rage, had grabbed his rifle and was readying himself to swing a killing blow at the white officer's head. A shot. The Apache went down, screaming, half of his skull blown away. Stryker turned his reeling head and saw a woman standing at the cabin door, a smoking sharp still to her shoulder. Gun in hand, he struggled to his feet and staggered toward the sanctuary of the open door. It seemed like it was an eternity away. He almost made it. Just as the woman stepped inside, pushing open the door for him, a bullet thudded into Stryker's right side, just above his cartridge belt. He felt like he'd been hit by a sledgehammer and slammed hard against the door jamb. Another bullet thudded the rough pine of the door, driving splinters into his face. Then he was through, stumbling into the darkness of the cabin on rubber legs. A few splintered impressions quickly hurled themselves at Stryker. A woman slamming the wooden bolt shut behind them. A wild-eyed child cowering in a corner. Empty shell casings scattered around the dirt floor. The woman's frightened face, showing him the sharps, telling him she'd used her last bullet, the one she'd been saving for her daughter. Blood, his own blood dripping down his legs. A heavy body threw itself against the door. Stryker raised his cold and fired twice through the timber. He heard a yelp of pain. Then the roar of volleyed rifle fire slammed across the basin. More shots, this time a ragged salvo, soldiers firing at will. A few minutes passed, then... Lieutenant Stryker! It was Joe Hogg's voice, calling from outside. Stryker opened the door and stepped into the daylight. Hogg was standing in front of the cabin, the Henry cradled in his arms. Behind him, Birchwood's soldiers were checking the bodies of the dead Apaches. We killed two of them, the scout said. And you winged another. The rest gedaddled when the troops arrived. Stryker nodded but said nothing. Birchwood led his horse to the cabin. Heard the firing, sir, he said. Figured it had to be you. You did well, Lieutenant, Stryker said. He felt very weak and had trouble standing on his feet without swaying. He grimaced back a wave of pain. I'll mention... mention that in my report. Suddenly he was aware of the woman standing beside him. She glared at Hogg and Birchwood. Can't you two see this man is hurt? She snapped. Help me get him inside. Hogg was shocked. Did you take a bullet, Lieutenant? The woman answered for Stryker. Yes, he took a bullet. Now are you going to help him or not? Birchwood and the scout sprang to help. Stryker was a big man, and they half-dragged, half-carried him inside. Lay him down on the bed over there, the woman said. A brass bed was pushed against the far wall of the cabin, its patchwork quilled adding the only splash of color to the drab room. I'm fine, Stryker protested, as he was pushed on his back and the woman lifted his dusty, booted feet onto the bed, ignoring the damage it might cause to her quilt. I will proceed to the Apache village on Big Bend Creek as I was ordered. Hogg clucked his tongue, his face troubled, looking at the spreading scarlet stain on Stryker's side. Lieutenant, you ain't going anywhere for a spell. If you ain't gut shot, then you've come mighty close. The woman pushed the scout aside and began to unbutton Stryker's shirt. She slipped the suspenders off his shoulders and gently pulled the shirt over his head. Stryker struggled to a sitting position and looked at the wound.
It was ugly and red. Ra meat around the edges of the bullet hole. How bad is it? Stryker asked. The woman met his eyes but said nothing. Hogg wasn't so reticent. It's bad, Lieutenant. As bad as I've seen, except on a dead man. The bullet is still inside him, the woman said. It's got to come out. Not if it's in his gut, Hogg said. Or close to the spine, Birchwood added. Stryker let out a roar of exasperation. Damn it, I'm still here, you know, and I can hear every word. He looked at Hogg. Joe, see if you can find the damned bullet. Leave it. I'll examine him, the woman said, pushing Hogg aside again. Stryker noticed two things about his nurse. The first was the gentleness of her hands. The second, much more obvious.